What's up, everyone? This is episode 55 of the TorontoGainDose.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGainDose.com. Uh, with me, as always, is Brett from Heart Circle. Yo. And composing Dan here is here as well. Hello, hello. Uh, it's Saturday, normal and uh, a different recording day, although it's kind of all the same to everyone anyways. Um, but it rained last night, but now it's sunny out. So, Brett, are we cutting into your forest time? I know you you've, normally every Saturday you go to the forest, right? Yeah, I had to. Uh, no, I just moved 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 stuff around today. This whole weekend is kind of like all over the place because it's like Thanksgiving and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy family weekend. So that's why yeah, I had to Saturday. move like work schedules around and stuff like that. So no hiking this week, and 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 it rained too. So it's like that was perfect. Yeah. Are you guys doing Thanksgiving stuff? I am. Yeah. Yep. I am not. Oh really? I'm working right through Thanksgiving. You're just going to hunker down in your basement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I miss Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to Heather's uncle's place for a big family thing. So, oh, nice. And there's a hard stop at like six thirty or to get home because the the Jays game is on at seven thirty. So, oh yeah, speaking of them, yeah, two wins. Pretty yeah, happy buddy. about that. Yeah, man. If only we could talk about sports on the podcast, but we can't. So we'll go straight <laughs> on to hype time. Hype time. <laughs> uh, former director of hype. Do you have anything? <laughs> Why do you uh, keep calling him former? Because <laughs> he quit like a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. It's, but uh, yeah, so all I got is game dev drinks. Um, so we're doing something totally different for game dev drinks this month, which is a little last minute, but things are coming together pretty good. So we're doing a game dev drinks demo night. Um, so pretty much everyone in the GTHA who's making the game um we're gonna have like a little bit of space and just pack everybody in and showcase their games that they're currently working on so i have uh four people have signed up so far and i got like five more kind of in the wings that i'm waiting to hear back from so yeah that's what game dev drinks is going to be this this month and it's on october 19th um that way we don't have to compete with Toronto. i have to move it around and uh yeah so yep that's so what are the going. so what are the four games uh are, are the you four to say? studios that are coming right now is mine hard circle and we'll have pixel jones demo there nice. um, a new one odd, yeah this should be a new one Ooh. um oddbird studios will be there with their game um it'll be nice Arrowhead. to see how that's coming along too yeah uh who else is on the list uh moonray studios from hamilton um, they're they're going to have a, a demo for Debris, which will be kind of oh. interesting. No one's seen that yet. That's oh. amazing. And um, New World, New World Interactive, the guys who did uh, Insurgency, um, they'll be there too with something. Sick. And we're going to have some giveaways too. I forget which game he said he was going to break out. Uh, break out. It's in my email, but he's going to have. It's going to be either Day of Infamy or uh, one of their their newer games. So. That'll be there as well. And uh, I have people on the list like that I'm waiting to hear back from. So um, I don't want to announce them yet, but we'll see. That sounds like it's going to be yeah. a good night, man. Yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised because like, like 
I'm oh, well, I'm not surprised. I am surprised because it's very last minute. Like because a couple people bailed on me, and like I had a couple people, multiple people lined up for this month. Like that I've been just talking to, but everyone just kept kind of like, no, it's too it's too crazy for us right now, which is totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I was like, I got to come up with something for this month, and I thought, well, I've always I've always wanted to do something like this, and I'm like, well, I guess we'll do it now. So it's going to be kind of like. I think it's going to be kind of like a bit bizarre kind of thing, you know, but in Hamilton. So I don't really know what else is going to happen from it. Oh, yeah. And I have it. Oh, yeah. There's another guy. Like I have a um, there's I have a couple people who are coming who are just students that have games, too. Um, so there's uh, this is one guy. His name's George. He'll be coming with his game. Um, yeah. So it'll be cool to see that game, too. There's going to be a couple of just like student games and stuff, too. So, uh, what about Devin? I keep hearing him, seeing him tweet about a game he's working on. Yeah, I got to talk to him, see if he wants to show it off. Cool. Devin, but get on it's, it. it's, it's going to be like super, super small booths. Like it's not even booths. It's going to be those like bar tables that are there. So it's like everyone's just going to have like little spots and hopefully we have enough power, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. So that, that's, that's what I'm working on and it's coming together pretty well. So. I think someone wants to bring their VR thing, and I'm like, I don't know if we have space for that. <laughs> we'll see. That's awesome. Oh, it's going to turn out to be a good night. Yeah, yeah I think sweet. so. And I'm, I'm kind of happy that everybody like that's come on board at the last minute. That's the part I was really worried about was like everyone's like, you know, it's last minute. Like I'm putting this together like yesterday. <laughs> Actually, I've been putting it together all last week, just trying to find people. So and then people were like, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll bring my game." I'm like, hmm, this is great. <laughs> so tight. Yeah, together like they all they all came on board pretty quickly, and I'm happy with that. So it's going to be an interesting night. Interesting night. I'll see. I hope people show up to play. Like that's that's the other thing. So we'll see. So it's still at the pleasant pleasant plucker. Yeah, it'll be and, still at the, the the pheasant plucker oh, at the pheasant, uh, right. yeah, the pheasant on the second floor. It'll be from seven thirty till ten or whenever, really. But uh, yeah, it'll be a interesting night of beer and playing other people's games and stuff. So nice, yeah. That sounds dope. Yeah, and I think well, it's on the nineteenth. So next week when we do the podcast, I'll have some more announcements for sure. Because I'm talking to some other studios that may or may not join on. So get all that stuff on the website. And uh, or like on your own website or whatever on Eventbrite, and I'll put it on the website. So yeah, it's already all up. Oh, dope! I'll do that today then. Um, last night, but yeah, that's all I got. So cool. Uh, we already talked about this last week, but Thursday, October twentieth, and Friday, October twenty first is Game On Ventures. Uh, I'm actually just quoting straight from Hand Eye Society because they do a great like monthly write up of everything. So I'm just going to go off them. So business oriented game conference, Game On Ventures, is landing on Mars for two days. Uh, that's where the the show actually is. A couple of local speakers will be sharing biz wisdom, including Textdale, uh, Andre Damas, Mark Media's Jason Loftus, uh, Big Viking Games' Joseph Gardner, and Game Pills' Mary Sorienti, and Interactive Ontario's Fika Gupta. So you can go check that out. Um, George Brown College is also having their one-day uh, game jam on Saturday, October 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a low-pressure jam from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So just kind of a one. What can you do in 12 hours and then showcase on the sun on the Sunday? Cool. 
And uh, there's going to be a two-full-day VR game development workshop at Tav's Consumer Electronics Show on October 27th to October 28th. Again, Hand-Eye Society does an awesome write-up of all this stuff, so I'm actually just quoting that. But if you're listening to podcasts before any of those days, maybe check those those things out. Dan, yeah, what do you want to hype up? Um, well, I do have a show coming up. There you go. <clears throat> it's coming up on the 14th of this month mm, at the Burlington Performing Arts Center. That's good because you have all this free time. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> like I've been trying, like we've been trying to organize rehearsals once a week for for the last couple of weeks for this show because we haven't this, this particular band hasn't played since like December 12th. Remember, remember that gig I, I told you last time, Brett, yep. at the Art Bar? That was the last gig that this band played. Oh man! So we're doing October 14th. At the Burlington Performing Arts Center, it should be it should be a lot of fun. I'm look, actually looking forward to it. I just I just haven't had any time to practice, so yeah. I'm going to like shed probably the day of, and then and then show up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it should be fun. And then, do you did you do any music for Pirate Pop Plus? Yeah, I did. Sweet. So I didn't get a chance to write that this week, but I'll do that today or tomorrow. So actually, by the time you listen to this podcast, you will probably see it on the website. So we might as well talk about it. But <coughs> Pirate Pop oh, Plus. Sorry about you. that, guys. Yeah, crikey. Mute, bro. I, I couldn't get to it in time. I was trying to, I was fumbling for it. I'm like, no. Podcast is over. Uh, let's just say boogers are everywhere because I couldn't. Because I was trying to get the mic. The mic well, why, well, why don't you mic while you clean yourself up? I love how you pronounce it, boogers. Yo, it's boogers, man. <laughs> boogers. Boogers. It's an 80s term. Boogers. Good old boogers, man. <laughs> boogers. So, uh, Pirate Pop? Yes. Uh, so, 13 Games publishes this, right? And the, the studio is actually Dadako, I believe. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Dadako or Dadako, yeah. Dada, yeah. Just, 13 AM Games has their own publishing branch now. It's 13 AM shipping. shipping. Shipping? Yeah. And I like their new logo. Yeah, the, that's cool. The have brand? The, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It's like a it's, clock or whatever. But yeah, it's kind of like a, sort of a cuckoo clock with, with, with bird legs coming out of it or something like that. It looks pretty cool. Speaking of new logos for companies, Phantom Compass came out with a new one too. That's right. I, I did recognize that. I yeah. have a press release. And it looks good that. too. I was like, oh, that looks really good. I was quite happy with that one. Um, Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. I just, uh, you were talking about logos. Whatever. Uh, so Pirate Pop Plus comes out on uh, Wii U and Nintendo 3DS on October 20th and Steam yep. on November 4th. It's like a yep. retro puzzle game. Um, Dan, how much of the music did, did you have? Was it like a full soundtrack like he did for Rumbo or? No, there's a bunch of people involved in this one because I guess uh, Dadako or Dadako, his dad, the guy who who um, is the head over there. I, I believe it's a small team, maybe even only a couple people, maybe just the one. But his name's Hawkin. He's on Twitter. Um, Hawkin, yeah, it's just uh, Hawkin H A W K U N at Hawkin. Um, so he's the one who made Pirate Pot Plus, and um, you know I'm sure I know 13 AM had had a, a big hand in it, but he had a couple of guys already um, for for music. Mm. Um, Harry Waters is one of them, uh, son of Roger Waters. He had uh, Evic, which is a, another sort of chiptune guy, and a guy named Jim's. And then um, yeah, they they just 
you know, each of those guys wrote uh, a little bit of music, I think two or three tracks each, and they needed some more to, to round out the, the soundtrack. And obviously with my relationship with 13 AM, they just asked me if I could do sort of the authentic chiptune thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I didn't realize exactly how authentic they were going because I hadn't yet seen really Pyropop Plus, but it is very authentic. Like it's, you know, it's got this, the right color palette, um, sort of the right graphics. And then uh, they wanted legitimate, you know, um, chip tune via, you know, the um, Fami Tracker type of sound, not not necessarily any kind of chip tune sound, but a very specific chip tune sound. So it was uh, a pretty cool project to work on. I did two pieces of music because they have like a regular mode and then a hyper mode so they wanted one track for each and uh yeah it's pretty awesome to be on that soundtrack with a bunch of other really good chiptune artists mm-hmm. i'm sure like i mean you know i think most of the guys at least evic and jims and I, and I believe harry too are all sort of chiptune focused artists you know what i mean and I'm not necessarily. Um, it's just kind of like a, a part of the palette that I use on occasion. So it was a good test for me to kind of get music in there that uh, that could stand up with guys who do chip tunes regularly and and kind of consider that their thing, right? So uh, it was fun. It was a fun project to work on. And now, yeah, now I got uh, some more music out for 13 AM Games. I'm pretty excited about it. The game looks great. It looks really fun. I got a chance to play it um, last time I was in their offices. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're they're doing a great job. I think you know they. I think they had like a, a producing role as well. I'm sure they did some some stuff aside from just sort of bring it to market kind of thing. But that 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 experience that they have with bringing a game to market is super valuable, right? Like that's that's a as as you know, Brett, like a pretty tough part of the game. Yeah, it is. You know. It's not just about like designing the game, but actually trying to actually having to bring it to market. It's like uh, probably a pretty daunting task, and it's nice to have help with it. Mm-hmm. Now, so it's coming to both Wii U and 3DS and Steam, but you, and you said you played it, right? Mm-hmm. Would you do you think it's as a puzzle game? I'm kind of watching it right now. Well, it's not a, really a puzzle game. <clears throat> no, no, it's kind of more like a arcade style oh, okay. pang pang kind of. Um, oh yeah, okay, I see. Thing, yeah. um, do you think it's better suited for portable, like, or or kind of controller sitting on the couch sort of thing? Because it looks kind of like it shines on as a portable game. Yeah, you know, well, they, you know, I think they they went about it in a really smart way because it's kind of like you know, like the actual um, uh, screen when you're playing it on on a television contains sort of the you know the entire portable device right because they wanted to keep it i guess and i'm not sure if it's a perfect square if it's four by three but it's not like a 16 by nine or whatever so it's not um yeah it looks like those old portable like one screen game things that they used that used to exist like in the early 90s totally and 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 basically you can see you know the uh, the button and the the d-pad on the screen so it's you know it, it's kind of integrated so when you're actually playing it um it feels great on on the 3ds and on the t- television to be honest it feels mm-hmm. good on both nice um i think i said so the, i'll have that on the website so actually probably by the time you listen to this podcast it'll be on the website but 
Uh, yeah, I'm good. excited about this game. It's it's pretty addicting, you know. It looks neat. I, Sound effects are great. It's pretty action packed, especially when you're in hyper mode. Yeah, when I was uh, when I was first watching it, or when if, when they first announced it or whatever, I was kind of just like, oh, that's cool, and then just sort of brushed it aside. But now that I'm watching this trailer and looking at this stuff, and we're talking about it, but I'm getting pretty excited. So October 20th isn't too far away. Uh, mm-hmm. I might pick this up now. I see like buy one version, get the other version free. But I thought I saw something about it being five bucks. Like, do you know how much this is going to be? I don't actually. Where did I, I see did that? ask them? How yeah, much on the trailer it says buy one version for four ninety nine USD, get the other version for free. So I wonder, yeah, if it's like a five, if that's just interesting. I don't know. I, I, I yeah, I didn't look at that part of it. Cool. Uh, that's it for hype time. That's it. Nice. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the end of the podcast. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> We're going that to was a good one. That was nice and quick, guys. Good, good wrap up. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we got stuff to do. All right, let's go to hype time. <laughs> news time. News, news, news. Yeah, I said hype time there. I meant news. Um, yeah, we just we brushed it off. You yeah. didn't have to. We we we, we knew you screwed up. Yeah, it's all good. We don't point out every one of yeah. your mistakes. Yeah, if we did, that'd be a whole different show. Yeah. <laughs> be double the time. Yeah. Uh, only two things this week. Why is that, Steve? Uh, it was just a busy week. How come? Uh, I don't know. Just work was busy. I get you. Oh, good. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm not going to set you up for anything. <laughs> I didn't sound like you were, though. <laughs> like, Maybe. That's the, that's the roller coaster that we're on right now. Sounded like you were about to roast me. I don't want to roast you. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, only two things. So and we kind of already discussed one of them last week, actually, but whatever. Number one, uh, so whatever my Patreon – so I'm doing Extra Life. Brett, have you joined yeah. the team yet? Not yet. I'm more than certain that you can just join the team and donate to whatever, and just it's kind of team yeah. Toronto game does. I don't think like you donate to a team, you donate to an individual, and then they just kind of t- tally up everyone's individual things for the team. Sweet. Uh, but you can't join Toronto Game Devs, uh, Extra Life. I'll be playing mostly Toronto developed games, uh, M because I lost my save, so I kind of want to get back to where I was. Um, a few other ones, uh, Jazz Punk, because I bought that and haven't played it yet, so I want to play that. I want to stream nice. everything too. And Skyrim mm-hmm. comes out soon too, so there's going to be that. So it won't be all Toronto Game developed games, but I would say like a solid half the, half the day will be that. Right, right, right. Um, I want to watch you play some jazz punk too. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one. I don't know what I want to start off as because last last time we should do the podcast during it. By the way, like last time too. Yeah. Because sure. um, I'm going to be sleeping at nine o'clock on Sunday when we normally record. But the last last time I, I did, uh, I started with the castle game because I wanted to like finish mm-hmm. off that platinum. So I don't really know what I'm going to start off with this time. We'll have to wait and see. But anyways, whatever the Patreon is for this month. So uh, so right now we're at. And actually, this is a good time to thank all the patrons. Brian, uh, Gene, Rory, Tabby, Gigi, Renaud, Tyler, Stephen, Lee, Devin, Toby, Dan, Chris, Anthony, and Aaron. Um, whatever patrons I have for the month of October, I will double it and make that my contribution uh, up to like $500 because Dan was going crazy last time. <laughs> Uh, so right now we're at $52 per month, which is awesome. Helps out a lot with like the website and just kind of other random little things, uh, advertising, things like that. And it's American, so really it's like 70 bucks. So right now we're at like 100 I would donate $140. So that would be my contribution. So whatever it is, um, 
I'll double it. And you can always just donate straight to the Extra Life campaign too. So all the links are on torontogamedevs.com or you can go to Extra Life and just uh, find my team. Cool. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, as we get closer <laughs> to the date, I'll probably like post the actual games that I plan on playing and stuff like that so people can sort of at least like if they want to check out one game follow on or what whatnot so and i'll yeah. be between during the whole thing and it's going to be fun i've done it two years in a row now it's it's awesome it's such a mm-hmm. such a great way to like catch up on your backlog and and all that stuff so yeah. so heather doesn't join in no she she like she plays with me she'll help out but she's not gonna do the whole 24 hour thing probably right no. i i think i know what games i'm gonna be playing i think yeah do you yeah. want a little little do you want to leak some right now or, or Stardew Valley? <laughs> yeah, pretty That's much. <laughs> It'll be Stardew Valley, Terraria, uh, Starbound, and what's Terraria? all the same game? Yeah, <laughs> what's Terraria? You mentioned it a few times. What is that game? It's just uh, I, I can't even. I don't even know what the technical term is for that game. Procedurally generated in. Uh, building game oh this game yeah, yeah okay it's it's 2d minecraft isn't it yeah i guess you could say that okay yeah, um say that nice is there yeah, i'll be playing that hmm? is there farming in it uh you could farm in it if you want <laughs> but that's what stardew valley will be that'd be a serious farming session i i got that game already like loaded up ready to go when we're done now <laughs> nice yeah, I actually like watching you play some Stardew. I'll be playing tonight and today. Actually, I'll be playing after this. Yeah, cool. So. And where can we, if we want to watch you play Stardew and other games, where can we do that? Uh, my Twitch is just Twitch slash uh, Brett Meeser. There you it's go. Very simple. No gimmicks, just Brett. No M E A S O R. Yep. You could follow him at TV Smoke on Twitter and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm looking forward to playing. There's a couple. I got a couple games on the list. That I'm looking forward to playing and streaming soon. So nice. So yeah, extra life. It's going to be good times. So all my funds are going to the sick kids here in Toronto. Uh, Brett, you're doing the McMaster uh, Children's Hospital. Children's Hospital. Yep. Um, and I don't the, think anyone's giving me any money yet either. Well, you got to promote it. Yeah, I haven't sat down and actively promoted it yet, but. I've just been like, I have my Twitch page and it's on there already. So I'm just like, hmm, let's see how it will work like there. People will donate from there. So, but no, I got to put some uh, hype out there soon. Boom. So you can go to torontogamedoes.com and it's on the, the top banner actually says join the Toronto Game Does Extra Life team too. So if you want to join the team and join along uh, and play games for 24 hours, raise charity, raise money for charity, uh, you can do that on November 5th. Nice. Number two, and the last one. Uh, For Honor will no longer have split screen, which is a huge deal breaker for me. But anyways, uh, the alpha for For Honor just ended, uh, and they posted kind of a, I guess, a recap of what they learned Mm -hmm. during the alpha and things like that. And the producer, whose name is Stefan Cardin, uh, said, quote, it was a feature that we loved, but when we looked at what needs to be done for, to support online co-op, for us it was critical and make a decision now so we can polish all the features at the AAA level and make sure that we have the most amazing experience. So they dropped the split screen um, from the actual game. So it's still they're still gu- gunning for online co-op, and because of that, they're getting rid of couch co-op, basically. Hmm. Oh, no. That sucks. Yeah, I, I mean, I was already looking at this game kind of just like ho-hum. Um, yeah. Like, it looks gorgeous. 
and and we talked about it before, but yeah. it looks really good in terms of like graphically and and style and all that stuff. Mm. But it just like looks kind of boring and just repetitive. And like if I think back to Hyrule Warriors, yeah, which was a game that Heather and I played a lot and really enjoyed. Uh, but I didn't play an ounce of that game by myself. Like why would I? Yeah. So these type of games just kind of scream co op to me. And yeah, uh, I kind of want to like when I see this game, I'm instantly thinking Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, couch co op, two dudes, heavy metal. Let's do this, right? Exactly. And, uh, like, that kind of sucks that you're taking out Couch Co-op. But, like, I don't know. The last time I've actually played Couch Co-op has been so long ago. So I can understand why. It's kind of like a thing that's dying out, maybe. But it shouldn't be dying out. It should always be an option. But What was know. the last Couch Co-op game you played? Oh, geez. It probably was Dynasty Warriors. One really? of the really, eh? Dynasty Warriors, yeah. The last one, me and my buddy Phil rocked some Castle Crashers. Like, um, oh yeah, that could be one too. Yeah, maybe a year ago. Yeah, and then uh, me and Katie did some uh, some Lego Batman. Oh, nice. Re- nice! Like you know, not recently, but within the last year, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, all the all the Lego games are like awesome for co op. Uh, yeah, the Wii U has been like a godsend for co op. So like Mario. Um, Smash yeah. Brothers, I guess, technically, uh, like the Yoshi game, the Kirby game, like most of their games have had couch co-op. So we played through a lot of them. Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS4, I don't know, like looking at my games, trying to see. I feel like there was a game recently we were playing, but I can't remember what it is. But Borderlands has like a split screen co-op. Yep. We played That's that. True. So I'm a big I'm a big fan of, of split screen co-op, but... Yeah, them dropping it. It's kind of I didn't know to be honest, I didn't actually know that it was like a planned feature. I just kind of assumed. Um but yeah, that's kind of <laughs> but now that you know that's definitely not gonna be there, you're yeah. out. I don't I don't know. <laughs> like when it I like I'll like I'll wait for reviews and more more announcements on the game, but right. I'm just I'm just kind of ho hum about the game. I'm not really like I'm not really feeling it. Like it looks gorgeous, but any gameplay I see just kinda of looks repetitive, like really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll wait and see. I also realized I didn't post a picture for that that story, so I'm doing that right now. Um, nice. That's it for news time. Cool. News. <laughs> it's over now. There will be more news next week. I'll write some stuff. So if you're listening to this podcast, chances are there's a lot more stories. Uh, if you're listening to like on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just know that we recorded this early on Saturday, and I didn't get a chance to do much during the week. So oh well. Um. We got you. Got to go. You got to do it like sort of radio DJ style with all the hokey sound effects that you can just trigger. Just like that's it for news. You know, I should have, have the uh, the slide whistle. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I've got I, one I kicking know. around here somewhere. Oh god, I don't doubt that. <laughs> I've got two slide whistles in I'm the studio. You, oh wait, you actually have a whistle, like a slide, like a physical one. Yeah, I've got two of them at least. Yeah, that's not Yeah, true. I'm, I'm with the, I'm Brett on that one. That's not surprising here at all. Because <laughs> you've actually seen my studio. Brett's never seen it. My studio is like a bit of a museum. I got like oh, I've seen it stuff all over the place. Plus, you have stuff upstairs. You have the piano like upstairs and stuff too. Yeah, I got a few keyboards upstairs. Concertina, a bunch of guitars. It's all over the place. Yeah, you, actually, I got three keyboards upstairs. The music guys are all the same. It's migrating to the rest of the house. I'm pretty sure we're gonna have like yeah stuff in the bedroom. Katie's gonna start like getting super pissed at me. <laughs> um it's all good man you can do what you want <laughs> yeah that's what i tell her i'm a man i do what i want 
Yo, he's just being alpha. Come on, man. <laughs> I do what I want. Team alpha. Uh, we do have a few questions this week. Oh, snap. So you can ask us questions on Twitter, at Toronto Game Devs, at Brett Meeser, and at Composing Dan. Uh, this first one comes from Alex M. Music One, fan of the show. Uh, what are your most memorable game jam experiences? What is a good resource to find game jams? So let's go with the first one first. So what memorable, most memorable game jam experiences? Brett. Um, for me, it's definitely doing my own game jam, putting that together. That was probably my most memorable. Yeah, for sure. The great like, game that jam. Was the, yeah, putting the great ham jam together is probably my most memorable event. Uh, well, game jam because i put a lot of effort into that and it came together so i was quite happy with that so that's my most memorable and i really like the game that it came out of oh yeah a bite before christmas a bite before christmas is it was a really fun uh because we had to make that game we made that game in like 24 hours because half my team had to leave and stuff so we cranked out something pretty fun within 24 hours um yeah so that's mine that's that's it and speaking of that game jam uh the 2017 editions in the works right now. So February, I think we're going to do it in February. Hold on. I got the date right here. I can, yeah. February 17th to the 19th will be ham, ham jam game. Uh, the, the great ham jam 2017. So Hello. season two is coming. Nice. Yeah. Are you going to have That's a awesome. team again and stuff? Yeah. Alex, you got to come buddy. Alex M. Yeah, um, it'll be in Hamilton, same spot as last time. I'm just working. I'm just working out those details right now. So, um, but it, they're pretty much on board. So we'll be uh, hyping that up soon. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Dan, most memorable game jam experience. Most memorable. Oh, I don't know. There's been so many. Like I, it's it's always. I mean, I'm always the guy who just stays up like as many hours as possible from the very beginning. You know, like I don't. I'm not the guy who goes home on the Friday. Mm. I'm just there until like I do a Friday all night, yeah. Saturday all night. I usually crash for a couple hours on the Sunday morning kind of thing. And, uh, you know, so I guess, I don't know, just trying to find a place to sleep is actually pretty memorable to me <laughs> because like I'm so burnt out and so loopy. I remember one of the George Brown ones. I just, and I also snore. So like mm. I have to find a place that's like, pretty reclusive <laughs> you need the safe zone for snoring i need it i need a buffer so i don't wake up other people as they're trying to sleep yep. so i so like in uh, for the hamilton jam i actually I, I i just locked myself in a classroom and i just locked the door and stayed in the corner and just like slept on the hard floor with like my bag and a jacket um yo that jam everyone was sleeping everywhere in that building yeah just like all over the place <laughs> i'm like i thought I, I swear i saw people sleeping on the second floor and i'm like i don't even know how you guys got up there <laughs> they're up there sleeping so uh yeah it's and, and same thing at george brown like just like finding a random bench in the, in the furthest possible recess that i could find just to just yeah. to crash on but uh in terms of actual like work related stuff i mean um probably the one game jam that i did i think it was 2014 that was the one where i met the 13 a.m guys but i actually ended up doing 13 uh, oddly enough 13 games mm-hmm. um in one jam which was pretty yeah. wild and and i still have all the files um of all the tracks that ended up getting put together and sound effects and whatnot and uh that was a really amazing experience because i just got to 
meet so many people and do yeah. so many games. It's pretty, pretty wild, man. And, um, you know, and everybody's so nice too. And a lot of people will go out to like Betty's across the street afterwards or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I ended up meeting, you know, some guys who ended up hooking me up with further work. I ended up doing a bunch of, uh, sort of web games and getting in contact with a few other, uh, indie devs just from being at the George Brown one and doing mm-hmm. so many different things and just yeah. introducing myself to people. So I guess uh, that one in particular, just because it was such a crazy amount of work i didn't i did not anticipate that i thought maybe like you know three or four teams might want me to help them kind of mm-hmm. thing i didn't think it was going to be like that so mm-hmm. that would probably be it nice yeah. uh i've only been to one it was the great ham jam but i didn't really i only just showed up <coughs> to kind of <laughs> do the podcast and make face and say hi yep so i've never I'm changing my answer <laughs> Wait, that what? one time that Steve showed up to the Great Ham Jam, <laughs> that was my most memorable experience. For one thing that, like, out of I've done, I've only I've done a couple now. I've done one in Ottawa, one, the Toronto, uh, the Toe Jam, um, the Hamilton one. I've done one in Niagara Falls. I've been around, and this the one. Okay, so for my my one that I ran, I had this one guy ask the most random question, and he was like, "Do we have access to showers?" And there, there are showers in the building that we have, like that I hosted in. There are showers because there's an actual gym in the basement. And I'm like, I have no clue if you have access to the showers. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm here to provide. But they were very <laughs> upset that there was no shower access. I'm like, I don't even think I wrote that in the like <laughs> in the Eventbrite post. That, but he was quite he was quite upset. He's like, well, someone else had a game jam here and we had a shower. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's cool, dude. <laughs> There's nothing I, I could do about that. Like, that's nice. Like, it was that so would have been a first. That would have been a first for me. I've never seen like provided showers at a game jam before. Yeah, I've it's usually like yeah, it. take a break and go home, have a yeah. shower. Yeah, exactly. Grab some food, come back. Yeah. It was the first thing after he shook my hand. He's like, "So, what's up with the shower situation?" <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, there's like, none. Oh, we just met. That's yeah. that's weird. Yeah, he he's the uh, he was the, he was the character. He was made me laugh. I'm like, I just brought you coffee, guys. <laughs> Calm down. And pizza. Yeah, yeah. Oh, who, a, who provided the money for that pizza? Uh, some people. <laughs> All the sponsors. <laughs> love these sponsors. Trinkleyjohnnygamedevs.com. Yep. Um, yep. What is a good, Yeah. Number one site for sponsoring game jams. Yep. What is a good resource to find game jams? Oh, uh, this podcast. Yep, this podcast. Uh, this website. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we usually, yeah the web this yeah we usually talk about them on this website. Yeah, yeah we do on yeah. The podcast. So this is a pretty good source. Uh, uh, Hand Eye Society, which is where I yep. copied all that stuff from. Yep. Uh, uh, I think there's uh the oh what is it uh the itch 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 dot I can't remember Ichio? where Ichio? Ichio. I think that's like a really good source for uh, game jams as well. Is it really? Because yeah, I think so. I think that's because that's where I think you most. Yeah, I think most of them are like hosted there, so to speak. Like there is a whole game jam thing on that thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what I so, would do? That's uh, another good site. Yeah, I would. I would consider the possibility of uh, simply um, 
going on well twitter is like everybody talks about their game jam game and stuff on twitter right usually yeah. it's too late usually you know you're like oh there's a game jam going on and everybody's talking about it posting screenshots of their game and stuff oh i wish i had known that a, a week yeah. ago or something um but one thing that you could do is uh is just search twitter with, for the for you know the right keywords and and find out all the game jams that have happened over the last yeah. year and and then look up when they're coming back around mm. Um, yeah, because they're usually yearly or bi-yearly kind of events. Yeah, know? and they always happen around the, roughly the same time of season, like winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the there's the Global Game Jam, which is January, or I think it's in January. Yeah, then mine so. mine's in February, and then Toronto's Game Jam is the one that's kind of in the summer. I think I can't there's remember. a ROM jam too, and Dames Making Games, I believe, has jam. There's, there's, yeah. quite, there's quite a lot of uh, different ones that happen in yeah. the city. But and Gam- know, yeah, Gamma Squad has random ones. Everybody likes to to tweet about it though. So like you know, once you're once uh, it gets started, you're usually like, oh man, I missed yeah. another one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I've, yeah, I've been trying to get a monthly one going in Hamilton, but it's it's been that'd be tough. It's been tough so far, trying to get like commitment or but yeah so we'll see it's something i've been kind of slowly working on i think you ever heard of channel 101 nope channel 101 is this thing um that uh, dan Harmon created right the the, the guy who created who uh like uh, i guess created community that show yeah and uh and is working on rick and morty with justin roiland but anyway channel 101 is a sort of like a group in la and they had to have a website and the whole thing was once a month they would get together and everybody would come in, sign up, bring their, you know, their piece of art that they were working on that month. That it could right. be like a pilot or like a fake pilot or something like that or a skit or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Um, and then they would show it and then there would be a, a voting process and anybody who, um, uh, you know, the one that won mm-hmm. that during that voting process got to create another uh, episode of that thing for, right. the, for the following month, and if it was good, then um, then they could win again. They can kind of keep going, and it would just you know you could get a bit of a winning streak going. And I thought that was a really interesting idea. And I was like, man, that would be something cool that would that could apply to games. You know, like mm-hmm. create one level of a game or 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 a concept or something, bring it, show it off. You know, one after the other for a bunch of people. Yeah, vote. You know that that winning game can kind of go on to produce something else but then the following month everybody brings something new everybody else yeah. you know yeah um and i th- i thought that that was really cool and that that could apply to you know uh indie devs too mm-hmm. and that that might be something that in lieu of like a a, a monthly game jam because it's, it's it is a big time commitment and, but but something where everybody could kind of work on a game chip away at a level or something slowly throughout the month and then kind of all come together and and do sort of like a channel 101 thing might be kind of interesting yeah totally 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 unrelated mm-hmm. um how long does tim horns do breakfast though i think 11 30 or 12 yeah, 11 11 all right all right cool 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 i cool, think cool. noon actually i think they switched to noon yeah i was feeling noon too all right that's yeah. cool that's cool you got time um question number two comes from callie's yeah. caves you can follow at callie's caves uh and download their game on ios android and steam uh so it's kind of a multi-part part. So if you can have any game that is in development from the Toronto area be out right now, which one would we pick? And I think we all know the answer to this. Below, below, below. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Below from Capybara. 
uh, is probably the popular choice amongst all three of us, I would think, right? Hmm. Yeah, I might be changing my answer a little bit. Maybe change my answer just a little bit. Like it's on there for sure. Yeah, he's looking at Doros now. He wants. Yeah, I want Doros. Yeah, I want Doros. Like I want below, but I want Doros a little bit more. Oh. Yeah, it looks like it looks just more like something I want to play. Like below will be something I want to play also, but like, yeah, so Doros like kind of my my thing. Totally. Yeah, no, I could totally see that for you for sure. And I feel like I'm gonna when I play below, and I, I'm gonna stream it when I play it. I'm just gonna blow through that game. It's probably not gonna be that hard. So, or it's I, gonna be relentless. I and hope you're gonna it's eat hard. your words. No, I hope it's hard. <laughs> I think I hope, when I played at E3, it was kind of it was a little bit it was difficult. Better be. Um, I hope it is. I want to die a lot. So, I I've, I've thought I've read that people compare it to kind of like a, a Legend of Zelda, like SNES Legend of Zelda with Dark Souls sort of thing. I am. Oh. So I think it is difficult. That being and said, think, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and if I could will a, a game to existence, I would like Guacamelee too. Yeah, is. that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if there was just a game that... <laughs> if there's that, a way I could just make it happen with magically snapping my fingers, the Guacamelee too. You know what? Actually, this will be, another, this will be a topic for later on. Um, but PlayStation announced the PlayStation Experience conference or whatever, mm-hmm. which is uh, their fan event where people can come, yeah, in. Yeah. and that's where they um, that's where Drinkbox announced Severed two years ago. Yep. And now that Drinkbox doesn't actually have an announced game, uh, are they even there? I, I don't think they've like announced which studios will be there. Mm. Yeah, because it's not till December, so it's that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like it's something we can discuss later. Yeah. Ooh, that's coming. Yeah. But I'm I'm hoping Guacamelee Two is a thing that exists right now that I can that will one that I will one day play. Mm-hmm. So the answer is below, and but also Dwaros. And just because I I saw that question and I was like, well, I thought everyone's going to pick below. So I I uh, another game that I really want to be out is Cryptarch from Alien Trap. I know it's on Steam uh, as early access, but I just can't do Steam games. So I'm hoping I'm waiting for that PS4 version. Nice. Um, Get the trophies, all that stuff. It'd be dope if that game just suddenly came out before November fifth, but probably not. So below Dwaros, Cryptarch, uh, and Guacamelee two, if it exists. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he did have a follow up question, which I kind of already answered. But anyways, because uh, I said, oh, below is going to probably be the popular answer. He's like, uh, if below had to be a combination of two other games from the past, which two would you pick? And he said the uh, for him it'd be the Minish Cap and Dark Cloud Two. So mm, I think Dark there Cloud is a little bit game. of mystery of like what this game kind of really plays like. I've heard of it as sort of a Legend of Zelda and Dark Souls. What uh, what are we kind of hoping for this? And I remember back in the day too, Brett. You you've made the I think we have a bet actually that there's going to be some sort of like alien stuff going on in the game. Right? Yeah. Right. 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 Yep. Um, so what two games? Do you want like you know? Let's let's make this the below podcast. What two games? Wait, so uh, wait, I'm supposed to pick two genres that w- I want in below. No, no, no. Like two two games from the past, right? That when you see below, I you're like, oh man, I hope that's like Zelda mixed with Dark Souls or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. And that's how I'm kind of feeling. I'm hoping it's like a 2D like Zelda, like the Link yeah. Pass, what have you, uh, but mad difficult like you die a lot and there's going to be like some really intricate battling and and uh and enemies yeah. that you had to kind of you know you're going to like basically 
death be- plays a huge role in the game. Yeah. I think for me, it would probably be like, yeah, Zelda or Secret of Mana um, gameplay with fantasy life uh, building. Yeah. Get some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some farming in there. Yeah, well, fantasy life, there's not really farming in that one, but there's a lot of like uh, making your own items and like right. blacksmithing and all this crazy stuff. So I'm kind of like if I were to sit there and be like, this is what I would like in it, then it would be yeah a combination of fantasy life and your game mechanics for combat would be like, I want them to be intense like Secret of Mana. Yeah. Dan, mm-hmm. what do you want Below to be? Um, I don't really know, to be honest. I mean, atmospherically kind of. You know, it seems to have a lot of vibe. Like, I'm almost getting, like, it'd be cool. It kind of reminds me a little bit, I guess, if I had to go for something nostalgic of, like, a Legacy of Cain. Oh, yeah. Soul Reaver. You know what I mean? Legacy of Cain is a great game. Everyone should play it if you haven't played it. Just play that game. Yeah. Go get a PS1 and play it. Just, like, the puzzle solving. Oh, that's good. And uh, (laughs) and just sort of the ambience and whatnot. You know what I mean? That kind of... uh, resonates with me and then yeah just sort of like the action rpg kind of thing i mean whether it be sort of a uh like just a zelda type thing where you have lots of sort of secrets and and paths and slightly not not completely linear would be nice you know i'm not sure if it is or not but something that maybe had choice yeah i think this it looks a little linear to be yeah, honest it looks super linear like it's probably 100 percent linear i don't yeah. know i feel like when i'm watching the trailer it's like yeah this is gonna be pretty linear but i think it i don't know if they said it's roguelike i think it i think they've mentioned it's roguelike so there might be some roguelike elements but i think the story itself will be quite linear but that's just from the trailers don't quote me on that one <laughs> right so oh, yeah Nice. Um, I think we should do a question next week for if we could work on any IP, what would it, what would it be? Is any IP out there? Yep. Okay. Yep. That'll be the question next week, so you can pay attention. So stay tuned to episode fifty six next week. Finally, do Ghostbusters right? <laughs> Don't that's, answer now. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I get no. I'm okay. Yeah, I guess you're going with movies there. Yeah, that's an IP. We can do game, game IP. Oh, game IP. Actually, we could do that too. Any IP that you would want to bring into a game format would be kind of cool too. Yeah. So we can talk about that next week. That'll next, be next week, week we'll talk about <laughs> that. Next questions. If you want to ask us questions, though, you can do so on Twitter at Brett Meeser, at Composing Dan, and at Toronto Game Dose. Uh, you can also email yeah. me at Steve, or Steve at TorontoGameDose.com. Check out the site, TorontoGameDose.com. Yep. Uh, patreon.com slash trauma game devs if you want to help out uh, help out fund the site and oh shoot I want to add something before we end oh what's that so if there's any developers out there that want to come to Hamilton to show off their game for demo demo night just send me a tweet or whatever yeah just tweet me so if you're interested in showing your game to at game dev drinks on October 19th yeah there's limited space, so it's kind of like a first come first serve. And uh, yeah, so if you guys are listening, if you made it this long, <laughs> just send me a tweet, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, we can't do tweet of the week because Dan didn't tweet at all this week. But you can follow him at Composing Dan. Uh, maybe we should just wrap up quickly with the games we've been playing this week. Yep. 
Brett, what have you been playing? Ooh, okay, so I've been playing Terraria, Starbound, and I just started Stardew Valley back up because they released a 1.1 update, which is pretty awesome. So I, I just started streaming that on Wednesdays, um, and I'm going to be playing it after I have what, breakfast slash lunch. I guess that's brunch. Um, yeah, I'll be playing that today on my Twitch channel, so you'll be checking that out. And I've also been playing um, House Salon 6. Yeah, that's about it. Have you right. uh, have you beat House Salon 6 yet? Uh, no, no. Uh, last week, last weekend, I played Saturday and Sunday night on my Twitch stream, and we played it for a solid like five hours again. And I did way better this time. So I was like, "Yeah, we're doing better." And then I started figuring things out as I was playing. I'm like, "Oh, I can. I, I totally forgot to upgrade all my freaking ships." So I did better, <laughs> but I still lost. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did way better. So I'm starting to kind of get a little bit more hang of things. And the people who were watching me play were just, they were hilarious. So it was funny. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Cause like they're just, they were just totally like, like just being the coach in a sense. They're like, yo, try and kill this guy. <laughs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> calm down, guys. Yeah. It was, it was fun. And the, actually, the weird thing is I had actually one person who, wanted to buy this game the game that game in particular and he's like i'm surprised anyone's even streaming this thing and he was like super amped about it so i was like yeah that's cool man i love the the game is fun like the more i've been playing it the more i'm like yeah this is a this is a pretty decent game i think it's been selling well it's strange how you can find any streamers because i thought i saw someone tweet that it's like top five on on steam at one point so yeah uh probably ken tweeted that it's yeah. actually it has been actually doing quite well um surprisingly i guess right like I, I it's probably one of those things where people are like oh this is actually doing well yeah, and it's exactly. good for that studio too because like now it gives them the opportunity to make another game which i've already seen what they're making so Ooh, yeah scoop no scoop i just know they're i know they're working on something right working now on so. a second game or another game scoop yep uh dan I've been getting my video game kicks this week from just watching James and Mike Mondays, to be honest. Nice. I don't know if you guys watch that, but no. nope. when I'm when I'm on, because um, I just were at the computer writing all week. So I usually have James and Mike Mondays on kind of in the background. And, and if I'm like loading up a plug in or switching sessions, I'll push play on it so I can watch them play something. Right. And uh, they just it's well, it's it's Cinemassacre. It's the AVGN, right? The video game nerd. Mm-hmm. and his buddy and they just kind of sit there and play classic games so i've watched like probably 15 of those this week nice. mm-hmm. and it's pretty fun to watch them play all the old classics man like the castlevania and the metroid and like nes and stuff and it's, you know yeah nostalgic for me but also just uh learning a lot too about some games that I never got a chance to play yeah but i haven't actually played anything just been watching living vicariously through them this week nice um, I don't think I really played many games. I finished up uh, Gears of War, or I did that last week. I don't think I. What did I play this week? That's one game that makes me a bit jelly. I want to play that game. Gears of War. Yeah. Gears of War Four looks really good. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what I played. I don't think I played games this week. What I have been playing actually is on our Windows uh, Windows tablet. They have Solitaire. 
and they've tied like Xbox achievements to it. So I've been playing, <laughs> just been lying on the couch, just chilling, playing solitaire and getting achievements for it. It's the best game of the year. <laughs> that's, does, that's, it, does it not like like uh, give you a bit of a rash that you kind of started from scratch with the Xbox and because you've built like such a high PlayStation rank? Only uh, no, because the games I'm playing are exclusive to Xbox and, and Windows. Right, right. So if I'm like, that's why like Tomb Raider comes out, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider comes out on Tuesday. That game's been out on Xbox for a year, but I, and I, I'm not I'm not going to pick it up because I'd rather just like contribute to my PS4. Right. Trophies. So there's been definitely been times. There's been a few times where I'm like, I'd rather play Gears of War, or sorry, I'd rather play. Uh, yeah, no, I'd rather play Gears of War or something on Xbox. But I want to kind of get a few more, a few trophies because I just mm-hmm. need to get a few trophies every week to keep my sanity going. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it, the, I don't know what I'm going to do if like I get a game, you know, that is exclusive to, or sorry, that's not exclusive to Xbox. I don't know what I would do if I'm like given that game or it's like a free download or something. I, I might just, I don't know. I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. So first world problems. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's my own stupid mind just being dumb. Trophies and achievements don't mean anything, but it's kind of cool to like rise up uh, on the trophy on the achievement list or whatever because I'm starting right. small and I'm building it. There's some good games on there. So, is there like an overall rank of all the PlayStation users? Because I've never been a trophy hunter. Like, is yeah, there. I so I, I go on a site called TrueTrophies.com and TrueAchievements.com. It's what I used to write for actually before I started doing TrueAchievements.com. Oh, cool. Uh, and basically, they would they rank the trophies. They give it like kind of a like a. a uh, I guess a multiplier. So if there's like a bronze trophy, it might only be worth like 10 or 15 experience points in trophies. But if it's like a rare one, like beat the game on hard or something, you know, the value of it should increase. So it like multiplies based on how many people have that trophy. So it gives you oh, your true quote unquote, true trophy or true achievement rank. Right. Oh, interesting. Uh, and I used to, I used to be pretty like I think I was like top five in uh, in Ontario. Wow, on that site, but I've I've kind of have uh, have gone down a little bit. I think I'm like top twenty in Ontario now on that site. Holy right. smokes, dude! And now, actually, let me check right now what, I, what <laughs> I'm at because I want to know. I know I was like very high You're up, wasting all your time on that Xbox, man. I know you're falling down the ranks. That's the that's the joke that Heather makes to me all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's just like, "What are you doing? Losing your ranks." Oh wait! Your shadow of your former self. <laughs> this isn't the man I want to marry. <laughs> so, out of twenty-eight thousand six hundred ten people on the site, I'm ranked two thousand twenty-three. So, I'm in the top ten percent on the site. Actually, that's good. That's good. Uh, let's see, Canada. I'm fortieth in Canada. Wow, crazy! May have ranked up a little bit, and in Ontario, I am fifteen, and I used to be like. Top five. So, so do you just kind of give them your like? How do they know all your all your stats? You kind of like sign in. Yeah, like it, it all uses the PlayStation and Xbox like API. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And so, it, like, there's other sites that exist. There's PSN Profiles that does a similar thing and and uh, and stuff like that. Um, but this is the only one that kind of ranks like multiplies the trophies and give you your true rank sort of thing. So, hmm. this is how I know I've collected over six thousand trophies. Because they tell you. So I have 6,077 trophies in 355 games. Wow. Boom. Vita. It's all because of the PlayStation Vita. You're an animal, dude. (laughs) 
Anyways, that is the TorontoGamedos.com podcast. Enough about trophies, I think. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash TorontoGamedos. Uh, Extra Life Team. Um, designbyhumans.com slash shop slash TorontoGamedos if you want a t- t-shirt or iPhone case. Brett, is there any last little thing you want to mention? Tweet out, Twitter, hmm. plug. Uh, I'm going to Tim Hortons to get some breakfast and okay. then um, playing Stardew Valley. But no one's going to hear that until whenever this goes out. Uh, the podcast. So if you're a patron, you get the podcast on Saturday or Sundays, whenever we actually do record it. And then everyone else gets it on Monday. And then I post it to YouTube um, on the Wednesday or Thursday. So I guess I'm just going to end with uh, have, have a good Thanksgiving weekend, everybody. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Enjoy bye. Thanksgiving. Bye, everyone. <laughs>